How do you tear down that huge issue that we all have uh, within us to try to put faith in our own good works rather than Christ's work for us on our behalf? Yeah, what you've got to do is find out what a person's trusting in first, and this is how I do it. I say to someone, so you, you believe in God, yes, do you think you're a good person? Uh, I'm doing what Jesus did in Mark 10, verse 17, that is correcting someone's understanding of the word good. Now, a Christian, someone who is genuinely saved, would never, ever say he's a good person or she's a good person. And there's a reason for that. Number one is that they know they're not because they see sin in its true light. The Bible says the law, the Ten Commandments, shows sin as being exceedingly sinful. Paul said, I had not known sin but by the law. And also, we'd never say I'm a good person because Jesus said there's none good but God. So if you think you're good, who's lying? You or Jesus. Obviously, there's none good but God. God is only morally perfect. And so the way to find out what a person is trusting is just say, do you think you're a good person? And then take them through the Ten Commandments. Just say, how many lies do you think you've told in your life? And they'll say something like this. Yeah, I've told quite a few lies, but they're just little lies. They're just like white lies. So it's obvious they don't see sin as being exceedingly sinful. They still think lightly of sin. And while they think lightly of sin, they're going to think lightly of the Savior, and they won't find a place of repentance. So you've got to get the acts of the law and chop down that tree of self-righteousness. Ever stolen something? Yeah, just when I was a little kid, when I was a tiny little kid, I stole little things from a store, still thinking that it's, you know, not serious. Ever use God's name in vain? Oh, yeah, it's just a bit of a habit. Say, yeah, it rolls off your tongue like it doesn't mean anything. Just, yeah, that's it. Say, would you use your mother's name as a cuss word? They say, oh, I'd never do that. Say, no, of course you wouldn't, because you would dishonor her, a horrible thing to do. They say, no, I respect my mother. And I say, but you don't respect God. You've used his name in the place of a four-letter filth word, his holy name to express disgust. Now the mouth begins to open a little bit. Their eyes widen as they're beginning to see sin as being exceedingly sinful. Jesus said, if you look with lust, you committed adultery in your heart. Have you ever done that? And they say, oh, yeah, I do that all the time. Say, well, look, you've just told me you're a lying, thieving, blasphemous, adulterate heart. They go, whoa, I've never seen it like that before. And all that's happening is they're seeing how serious sin is. And that's the way to get rid of good works, because what it does is it puts them in the dock as a criminal before the judge of the universe. Any criminal who's standing accused of crimes who tries to give the judge something before he passes sentence is going to be, have a sentence increased for trying to bribe a judge. So anything in that scenario where lawbreakers broke, broke God's moral law, violated God's moral law, suddenly see God as a judge, all their sins are exposed, all their crimes are exposed. So for them to say now, well, I, I give money to the Red Cross becomes unjustifiable. You can't justify your crimes. So you shut them up under the law with no means of escape. So the only way they can be saved is to call upon the mercy of the judge, to throw themselves on the mercy of the court. And God is rich in mercy to all that call upon him. So that tree of uh, self-righteousness is rooted in idolatry. They have a wrong understanding of God's character and nature. To them, God is just like a celestial Santa Claus, a divine butler. He's not to be feared. He's a snuggly, cuddly sort of teddy bear, a buddy. And you're, what you've got to do is get rid of that and show that our God is a consuming fire, that his wrath abides on their enemies of God and their minds through wicked works. When they get a glimpse of the true nature of God, when idolatry is tossed out of the door and they see God as he is, suddenly the only thing that can save them is his grace and his mercy. And that's what we see expressed in the cross.